How's everybody doing? And welcome to the Eco Capitalist Podcast. I have Dave Dixon here with me over at Native, and we have a really exciting story to tell you guys, and also a city that we're going to be talking about that we're actually going to visit in a couple of weeks. How are you doing today, Dave? Good, Stephen. Thanks for having me again. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty green, but you know, that's just in the spirit of eco capitalism. So, yeah. So. On the last show, we were talking about Georgetown, which is a city in Texas where, why don't you explain, since you're way better educated on this. Sure, sure. Georgetown is a, a suburb of, of Austin. It's about 25 minutes uh, north, right up Route 35, and uh, they have about 50,000 people living in Georgetown. And they made some pretty amazing headlines a few years ago when they announced that they were going to move to 100% renewable energy to supply uh, their, their city utility company that they have. So it was big news. It was the first town in Texas to announce that. Um, Is it the first town in the country? You know, I'm, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure if it's the first, probably not. Probably not the first town in the country, but certainly the first town in Texas, definitely. Okay, and probably one of the first towns in the country, if not, if not the first. I mean, I don't know. Do you know of any other ones? I don't know. I mean, California is usually ahead of us on a lot of these yeah. on, on energy initiatives, renewable energy initiatives. So I'm assuming that they probably had uh, had a few that beat us to the punch. But um, it was pretty remarkable um, to see a, a Texas town, a conservative Texas town, go 100% renewable energy. So for people that don't really know what that means, why don't you sort of paint that picture of what that would be compared to a regular city? Okay, you mean as far as renewable energy mm -hmm. goes? Yeah. I mean, 100% is a big deal. That's a big deal. I mean, renewable energy, first off, is, uh, is funny that it's energy that comes from resources which are naturally replenished, um, such as sunlight and wind, uh, primarily. So, um, it's, you know, L city of Georgetown, where they bought their power um, from the... Uh, Lower Colorado River Authority, LCRA, who sells a lot of power in the state to different co-ops um, and, and municipally owned utilities. And it's remarkable, because in 2014, of that power they bought, 4% of it came from renewable sources. So with their new contracts, they basically went out and, and signed a 144 megawatt wind contract um, that's being generated, electricity is being generated out near Amarillo and 150 megawatts of solar uh, further out in West Texas, um, they're predicting that by 2018, they will go from that 4% to 100%. Man, that's so crazy to even think about. So what, what will they do? Will they have backup plans in case something goes wrong with it? Or will the city just go like go black? No, so that's a, that's a good question, but that comes up um, quite a bit. So a few things to think about. First off is that um, yeah, there are times when the, you know, it's not too windy or it's not too sunny, um, but they, they've oversized the system. So right now, at least in the first several years of this contract, um, the system is very much oversized. Um, so if there is some kind of partial issue with sun or wind, they'll still have enough energy um, to provide all the electricity they need. Um, in the case of a shortfall, for some reason, um, because the city of Georgetown is still part of the ERCOT network, um, they can still purchase electricity in the open market if they need to on a case-by-case okay. -case basis. So electricity is going to be there, um, just a matter of 
you know, either they're generate themselves or in some cases they may have to buy some for some reason. Um, they can all, they can always opt to do that. So the lights don't go off if uh, on a cloudy day. Okay, that's good. Um, so basically with that story, what we decided to do is we decided to reach out to the guy that is pretty much spearheading this entire thing. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about him or why he's sort of an influencer in the industry? So Chris Foster, mm -hmm. um, he, he works at the city of Georgetown and he had a lot to do um, with negotiation, implementation of these contracts. And I know he, he gets out and speaks quite a bit in the area, um, not just locally, but really worldwide on um, the reasons why Georgetown went 100% renewable. Because that's what a lot, of, a lot of questions people are asking is scratching their head like, oh, hold on. Um, this is not a environmental decision, is it? It's, and, and really, it's, it's, it, that's part of it for sure. Um, certainly by going 100% renewable, you know, Georgetown's going to reduce pollution. They're going to save water. Um, but they really wanted to, you know, lock in low prices for the next 20, 25 years. And when their contracts came up with LCRA, they started looking around, see what their other options are. Mm -hmm. And with the pricing they got from wind and solar, they were able to basically lock in long-term rates at a flat cost with no volatility mm -hmm. in, your, in your pricing and no, no carbon risk if there's ever any kind of, you know, any regulatory pricing gets put on cost of carbon. Um, so it became kind of a no-brainer when you, when, you, when you look at the pricing and the long-term lack of risk associated with renewables versus traditional fuel sources. Um, yeah, and they, they pulled the trigger on both those contracts a few years ago. So you're saying that not only is it, it's, it's economically feasible first. Absolutely. That, that was their first priority. Mm -hmm. Economically, what's the best thing for our, you know, our citizens, mm -hmm. our, our, our town members financially over the next 20, 25 years. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, they got the best deal they possibly could with, with solar and wind and it beat what they could get with, with, with uh, renewing their contracts with for, uh, the, the traditional power sources that we can, that we get with coal and, and natural gas. So how long do you think it'll take before other cities start, you know, following suit with that? I mean, once it's sort of proved financially and you get through any of the hurdles, like, you know, that might happen in the beginning stages with any new program, mm -hmm. how long do you think it'll take before, you know, sort of these other cities start really taking that into consideration? Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it, it depends. It's a, you know, Texas is a complicated patchwork mm -hmm. of electric utilities. Um, in this case, the city of Georgetown, uh, they, they basically don't have their own utility. Mm -hmm. So it gives them uh, a lot, a little more flexibility in what they can and can't do. Um, they, do they do not own uh, any generation assets. So, okay. um, you know, like we're here in Austin, just south of Georgetown, and We've got these continuing goals of greening our electricity uh, supply. Um, trying to move, I think right now we're, I can't remember the exact number, like 55% by 2025, I believe is the number. Mm -hmm. um, but we're looking to increase that slowly. But, you know, the city of Austin owns, you know, a share of the Fayette coal plant. You can't right. just turn that thing off. Right. There's a lot of um, contractual issues, you know, bonds they have to pay off to, you know there's a lot of issues involved with that and it becomes uh it ties your hands a little bit on how mm -hmm. fast you can implement these kind of changes but city of georgetown 
um, which has similar, and there's other you know, utilities and municipalities and co-ops that have similar arrangements where, you know, when their contracts expire, they currently under, they can look to procure renewable mm -hmm. energy. And I think we're seeing that right now in the market. There's a lot of utility scale solar and wind build out still in, in, uh, in Texas. Okay. So, I mean, you, you think that it's going to continue in this direction is. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, it is. So one thing that I think is really exciting, uh, and when I called him, he was a really nice guy. He's really excited to have us out there. Um, he's going to give us a full tour. What I think would add a lot of value to the audience listening is, uh, from now until then, please submit any comments that you want us to ask him or anything uh, that you're most interested in. I mean, what do you think you were most drawn in by with what he's doing and what he's been able to do and what kind of questions do you think uh, you'll be most curious to ask him when we meet him in a couple of weeks? Well, I'm, I'm really curious to know um, a few things. One is just the feedback he's gotten from the membership of his, of his town. Um, not sure. I, mean, I, I wasn't part of the process mm -hmm. of how they able to get these, these um, contracts through, but I'm just curious if this was all initially financially driven, was it environmentally driven, was it a little bit of both? I'm curious to how the membership of the towns either pushed back or supported those decisions. Um, so I think there's great lessons to be learned as we're trying to promote, continue to promote this through other towns. Um, I think what's interesting, what's really interesting to me is just understanding too what some of the secondary benefits they're getting. I mean, mm -hmm. just that notoriety of that progressive stance they've taking, taken, at least that perception, um, is that drawing in industry? Is that drawing right. in new people moving here because of this perception of this city that has a vision for energy in the, in the, you know, in the 21st century? So I'm really curious to see what they've seen as some of that um, kind of um, that long tail on that, that decision that's really been beneficial to the city outside of just low power prices. Yeah. So that's really interesting to me. I'm so excited to go there. I think it's going to be phenomenal. Well, make sure that you guys submit any other questions, comments, anything else that you have uh, for when we go and visit. Um, anything else that you want to cover on the topic? Um, no, I'm just looking forward to seeing you in a couple weeks up there in Georgetown. It's going to be excellent. It's going to be a really good time. Fun. I know. I'm really excited about it. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, have a very green day. <laughs>